0: Oh, <laughs> My name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa, g'day, mates! Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, whoa! This is Pro Wrestling's only modern-day Viking Gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Levi Blue Pants Bates, and. Are
1: listening to turnbuckle talk hey this is jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of global force wrestling and you're listening to turnbuckle talk hey f- uh, fellas uh, you guys have a great day and, and this is only because i'm talking to canadians it is actually spitting snow in tennessee see? oh my yeah. god oh, <laughs> That's a great, we've, had, <laughs> we've, we've had 70 degree weather here for, oh, i man. mean we really had a warm december and i get on the phone with damn canadians and we're spitting <laughs> snow so
0: My name is Carl. Welcome to what was the longest-running weekly episodic program on Love Wrestling. Welcome to Turnbuckle Talk. Thank you to everyone that I see already that is on here with me. And I also have on here with me tonight my good friend Pluggo, who is making an appearance that uh, is going to be for a little bit. I understand that uh, you just did a really cool interview and uh, had a couple of moments to spare. So I really do appreciate you hopping on here with me to just shoot the shit about some wrestling.
1: I, I, I love you, Carl, and I couldn't I could not. I had to come in and say hi. I was going to come in at the end, but I got done early, and I figured, what the heck? You got some people in the chat. i got Astrid here. I do. Ed's in the house. Ed's,
0: like, Ed, yeah. I, hey, mean, I don't know what
1: we're going to talk about, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm just here Ed to said,
0: speak. <laughs> Ed says, boy, Carl, if only something happened in wrestling recently. It's been such a quiet time since last week. Holy balls! We have got wow just some yeah, crazy was, uh, stuff wild, wild
1: week of professional wrestling Carl. Oh,
0: it definitely are... has been i'm running shit by myself here and i totally forgot where is it here there we go there we go oh, i'm not allowed God. to push
1: buttons on my shows oh
0: i'm the only one that pushes buttons here
1: <laughs> i get yelled at you would think <laughs> not as she'll, bad she'll as some respect they're like no <laughs>
0: You're not getting yelled at as bad as, uh, you know, as, Alex uh, does. EV,
1: EVPs?
0: Yeah. As EVPs or as uh, producers do yeah. over on a little show called Between Two Beards. No. That
1: Alex guy getting a little too big for his britches over here. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> there, we <go. laughs>
1: there we go. But Carl is my... Are he is my randy orton to my riddle he is my mentor like i cherished all of the long conversations we'd had when i just started out here at love wrestling and you just the advice you gave me i always ran with it the one was just keep doing what you're doing and don't change for anybody and that Mm -hmm. stuck with me i don't want to get all sappy and emotional at the beginning but if duty calls upstairs i gotta run but i just wanted to tell you carl that i love you and don't don't hesitate always reach out to me i'm going to reach out to you for advice because
0: good please
1: do i I was uh young in this game i mean i'm an old man in traditional sense (laughs) but in the game i you know just taking advice from you and even joe at the beginning when turnbuckle talked. you were one of those shows that i was like i want to be like those guys if i can hit that number between two beards can get 300 episodes in i would be ecstatic so i just before we get too deep into some wrestling i just wanted to say thank you my friend and i appreciate you
0: I, I appreciate that very, very much. For those of you that don't know as of yet, because I have not made it public, you're going to know now. This will be the last. Whoops. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I was going to put it out I there at the you... beginning anyways. I
1: thought you let him know.
0: <laughs> nope. I was putting Whoops. it out at the beginning anyways. Um, I, I have made the decision that this will be my final stream with Love Wrestling. I have no animosity. I still suggest that everybody check out love wrestling because there is still great content that is available here. Uh, Spencer is putting on, you know, love pro wrestling shows still that are going to be over on Twitch right here on this channel. So make sure twitch.tv slash love wrestling CA that you're staying tuned in here, but I've decided that I need to just kind of branch out and um, open up that friend zone is what I need to do. And there's a a lot of different opportunities that are out there. You just have to go and grab them. And that's what I'm doing right now. I need to grab some opportunities by the balls and run with it so that I can continue to grow this show for all of you that are watching and maybe regain some people that that I may have lost along the way. Um, I know that there's been many changes since the beginning with love wrestling i went through uh two co-hosts uh for different reasons um and then started just doing this on my own and throwing out invites to whoever wanted to hop on and i've had some great people that have decided to hop on at times and i thank all of you for that it has been an absolute wild run here love wrestling is going to continue on without me i know that I definitely know that because there's such good shit as Vince McMahon would say, it's such good shit happening over there. Stick with them because as I said, at the very, very infancy of this, I believe on the very first show that happened on love wrestling, which was a turnbuckle talk. I said that love wrestling was hopping in that elevator and going straight to the penthouse baby. And they're (laughs) still on their way there. They're at like the seventeenth floor of twenty. They're just about at the twenty. <laughs> They're just about there. I'm gonna
1: pull some reps <laughs> real quick, Astrid's saying "Love you, Carl," and I don't always agree with that, but Carl, 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 Carl <laughs> damn right, damn right, to the moon.
0: That's right. God, That's Carl. right.
1: Don't get me. Don't get me crying on screens.
0: No crying. There's no crying There's in wrestling. No
1: crying in wrestling
0: oh <laughs> uh, such a great movie that one was oh right? yes oh. yes there's no uh, crying i don't agree baseball? with this
1: jo- alex, say justice. justice. Right? no we're not here for you alex we're here for <laughs> i but say yeah. justice for alex yeah <laughs> astrid saying uh, astrid saying she
0: cried she did she did, she did. it was very oh, emotional I just to sit was. there and and watch that as well i got emotional along with astrid when uh, when she had her final stream as well. It is an emotional time, but it's also a... I
1: had almost cried. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right? It's it's an exciting time, too, though, because, I mean with every great business and as i as i told all of management within love wrestling with within every great business there has to be growth and not everybody is going to going to really stay with a company but you have to have those success stories that have started with a brand or started with a company and have been able to move on to different things for myself as an operations manager with the company that i'm with i am so delighted so delighted when I see staff members moving on to uh, whether it's policing or corrections or uh, border services. I am so happy and proud of them because I was able to have a little hand in helping them achieve where they wanted to go. And uh, just through the talks that we've had, I know that uh, that Spencer as well is, uh, it feels the same way for me. Um, and he, he spoke for every, everyone in management as well in that, uh, that message that I had sent. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, that's what it is. Oh, it's I growth. I'm with you, my friend. And like I said, I wouldn't be where I'm sitting
1: today, probably without me bending your ear after late night streams and just picking your brain. Cause you've been doing this so long and like just saying, Hey, how do you approach this? How would you approach that? And like all your right. advice, like you said, you know, I think of First or second stream I think I ever did with you, I was kind of hesitant. You were like, why? Just say it. That's what people want. Be you. Right? Yeah. Why, why try to <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to overshine anybody? he's like, no, just shine. Just do your thing and it'll all fall into place. So I appreciate you. But you know, we do have a we, you know, we got some we should talk about some wrestling, right? Unless you want to keep going. We talk about I'm gonna miss you. I could just say, I'm gonna miss you for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> we I'm gonna just do that and I'm cool. <laughs>
0: kool-aid manu 288 thank you so much for shooting a message in here and coming by boo cm punk boo boo <laughs> you know what that remind? you know what that just reminded me of i don't know have you ever seen i know astrid hasn't yet have you ever seen the movie the princess bride no i haven't oh so there's a scene in the princess bride where uh, the bride is, or the princess is supposed to, she's not a princess yet. She's a farm girl and she's supposed to marry the, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Astrid. I love you. You know that. <laughs> so she's supposed to marry the prince and she's, she's sleeping and she's dreaming and she's walking down in front of the, or in like a, like a pathway with all the, all of her, um, you know, people around her now, right? And this one old lady starts going up and looks like this old witch type of thing, right? And she goes, boo, boo, you had true love and you gave it up for this and boo. And that that's exactly what that reminded me of.
1: <laughs> that's one of those movies that like, I, I, I probably should see and I just haven't. I'm one of those guys. 45 minutes of plug-o crying, ecto guy's out. <laughs> yeah, I deal with 45 minutes of the ecto guy crying every Thursday night. Yeah, where right? one. Thank you, call Pito, <laughs> but call Pito tonight. Carl's number one. I am literally just here to support my good friend on his final stream here at Love Wrestling. Dude, I am gonna start crying.
0: No, you're not, because we're gonna talk about the uh, elephant in the room. Um... Are you calling me fat, Carl? No, I'm I'm calling <laughs> I'm calling fine, CM Punk an elephant right I'm now. I'm gonna
1: cry because of that too. What oh the
0: my fuck god, fuck dude! Was that? Um,
1: Sorry for cursing. I don't
0: I don't know. I I, I may drop the f bomb on this last one too. I know it's against what I my rules for streams, but I put it as explicit everywhere that I put this out. So, um,
1: yeah, I try not
0: to, but that was my my
1: thought was so. I I went on a date with Mrs. Plugo at All Out. I know, and I got a little flack from some buddies, but I was like, you know what? You have four kids, you take the spots, and I'll catch up later. So I get home, right? and I'm catching up, and I'm getting involved, and I start to... I'm watching All Out, but I start to hear about the scrum, because I'm behind.
0: Yes. I,
1: he just like took a match and a can of gas and was like, <laughs> let's just... It was, it was one of those things too. And I'm a CM Punk guy. I, he is my unequivocally number one wrestler on my list because he is my guy, like loved everything he did. He got me back into the wrestling game. Like I, you know, he was like, okay, I got to see what this guy does every week. And then I'm like, but you just overshadowed everything that just happened at all out. Like we had Samoa Joe return, MJF is back. There was some really (laughs) great matches on that card. The tag team match was fantastic. And you're just like, that's all people could talk about is the whether it was a work or a shoot, I just felt it was a bad look. I just felt like if you're working us, you better pay this off in spades because you just tony khan is just sitting there while he's ripping apart evps and he's just shaking his head and every time tony tried to talk punk talked over him
0: yep every every time every time he literally tony khan would start to talk and then cm punk would just kind of look over at him give him that dad look and he uh, he would just
1: yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, you're the owner of the company. Right? Like, and I know that we don't want to do this Apple, This w, people hate the WWE-AEW comparison, but in this situation, like, I'm going to make it, right? Vince McMahon would never let that happen.
0: No. Triple H
1: would never let that happen.
0: Oh. They, like, they cut off CM Punk's microphone during his fucking pipe bomb in the WWE, Right? Right? Tony <laughs> Khan should have grabbed that microphone and said, wait, hold on. Let's discuss this in the back. Cut him the hell off.
1: And I, like I said, I'm a CM Punk guy <laughs> and I think controversy is good. I enjoy it. Carl, let's see. We got Bobby. We'll stop. Carl, my man. I'll say it. Carl, my man. I wanted to drop by and wish you all the best in your final Super Love All I can say is all of the best. Love working with you and never forget Olay.
0: Olay. Olay.
1: I don't, I We got Astrid. Ed saying, ole, ole, ole. Well, it must be a thing that I missed.
0: <laughs> oh, Astrid here. It outshined. Yeah. The show. Yeah,
1: I, like, if Tony Khan wants to do the Eric Bischoff thing and join the NWO type deal, he basically just said, yeah, CM Punk, my EVPs, which in, real life they're your evp so that means executive vice president that means they're your number two in theory you just let your star trash them whether it was a work or a shoot so now we all think that they're they're goofballs right and then we hear that they got into a big fight whether that's a work or a shoot i don't know but it's like it reminded me i don't know if you're familiar with like and it's like, everything's been changing. So the WWE narrative has been positive and AW is now negative. And it reminded me of like, I was watching this and one documentary. Remember? And one the basketball yes. shoe company. Yeah. 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 They were the street. They had the streets, streetball, basketball. They had it. Everybody, they had the credit. Nike couldn't get in that space. And all of a sudden right. one day, Nike went taken over again. And they said in that documentary, the owner goes, what we did in five years, Nike was able to just accomplish in 30 seconds with one commercial. And that's what feels yeah. like is what's going on right now is the WWE is like, you know what, we're just going to turn it on and look at all these people fighting and look at all these, you know, inner, inner fighting EVPs right. are fighting with owners. They're fighting with the champs. It's, it's crazy. I don't know what to believe.
0: It is. I, I had a buddy of mine actually send me a message and uh, earlier today while I was at my shoot job and he goes, All the asks was, so is CM Punk getting fired? Oh, God. I'm like, no, dude, I don't think he is. I said at the end of the day, Tony Khan is still writing the paychecks, even for the EVPs. Correct. It still goes through Tony Khan. So you take a look at how Tony was acting during that media scrum. Um, I think, I think we have, oh, ha, ha, ha. we have our new Bobby, the brain Heenan. We have <laughs> right. our new weasel. Yeah, Tony so. Khan is just a little fucking weasel. I, just, I love the AEW product. 100%. I love the product, but if you're going to have somebody as the owner of the company, that can't control the employees that is sitting right beside the guy that is causing a pretty big stir and you can't you know, just kind of motion to somebody to cut the microphone or take the mic, cover it up and say, dude, we'll talk about this later. That's on you. Now you son of a bitch. That's on you.
1: That. And I, and I watched some stuff today throughout like just on like in various social media sites. Mm. Somebody had spliced up all of st- CM Punk's feuds and they all have the same. No one wants you here. We're trying to keep this belt from you. So if this is a work and Tony Khan, like I said, if this is a work and Tony Khan's in on it, they're all in on it. And this controversy creates cash mentalities where they're going with it. He better pay it off, it, I mean, in it—I mean—in spades, because like it right. just, like like Astrid said earlier in the chat, it overshadowed everything. And yeah. just Tony Khan reminds you of Jeff Jarrett and Dixie. I—I think he's more Eric Bischoff if he's going to align with Punk and do the Punk, right? Bird, you know, Punk and Converse, which is fine if that's the story they want to tell. But it just didn't—I don't know—it was just odd. He's eating a muffin. He's drinking. Sp-
0: right <laughs> drinking some some sparkling and and he's, water. And he's drink
1: super combative with like oh, he yeah. was very combative with the question asks or and like nick hausman was the first one and he just started in on the the colt cabana stuff and right talking didn't about-
0: call him by colt cabana though called him by his real name yeah which i mean most people don't even know what colt cabana's real name is yeah right so and then he started talking about Scott Colton's mother and bank right? accounts and bills bank accounts. And, yeah. And yeah. Living in his mom, you're, or no, sharing a bank account with his mother.
1: Yes. He, went, he, he rehashed that <laughs> whole thing out and then he's going, oh. then he's going up and down. And if you asked a question, he was like, you're cool with me. Like, I know he had like Phil Lindsay asked him a question of Will Washington and he's was like, you guys yeah. are good, but was an like,
0: Alvarez there too. Yeah. And he was like, Alvarez, at the end. Yeah
1: what did i ever do alvarez what did i ever do dave like it was just it was super strange (laughs) like super strange
0: right and then this astrid saying when he uh, when he said they have evps that can't even manage a target she gasped (laughs) i didn't honestly i didn't gasp i laughed I laughed my ass off because for a few moments there, it sounded like it was a work, but then when he continued on, it definitely sounded more like this was a legitimate shoot.
1: Yeah. And then he was like, they're stepping on their own dicks. Like he just went scorched earth. But, but again, I will say this though. CM Punk is very, very, very good at blurring the lines from work to shoot. He he knows more than anybody how the world perceives him in terms of the wrestling circle. And we all know that he's hard to work with, and he knows that he's hard to work with. And I think there's some elements of this that could be a work, but I just feel like where things are trending right now in the landscape of like, You've got WWE who's on the come up again in terms of, you know, intrigue and building buzz and momentum. And you guys are trying to go with the car crash vibe. Very Vince Russo. Right. That didn't work. And I hope that you guys have a great master plan in place because you can't let CM Punk overshadow everything else that you guys are doing.
0: Now it, I know that you don't, you're not a prepareer of new japan and i know that you you really don't watch a lot of new japan professional wrestling
1: which i should and i keep saying i'm going to just
0: it's (laughs) new japan does the same thing they do a media scrum after a show this reminded me of a new japan professional wrestling media scrum when you get guys and i loved i love the guy i love jay white OK, when but when you get Jay White going out there and just as intense as intense can be dropping the F-bomb, just talking real shit, looking over at the Japanese girl there that's, you know, handing them the waters and stuff and just going, damn, relax, just just calm down, relax. Right. Like, wow. Like, it's just insane. Switchblade era is alive and well, and I absolutely love it.
1: I do need to do myself Uh-oh. a favor and watch more Jay White. Cause he is fantastic from what I yes. have
0: seen. One of my absolute favorites right now is Jay White. Hands down. But this 100% reminded me of a new Japan media scrum. Now is Tony Khan. Is Tony Khan able to have a little bit of originality because everything that's happened so far within AEW minus, okay. Minus, I think maybe Cody with the, uh, the whole smashing of the throne with the sledgehammer stuff, everything else really seems to be traceable to other events that have happened within other companies along the way. And I'm hoping that that isn't the case because like I said, this reminds me of new Japan. And we know that Tony has worked with new Japan very closely recently. Is he, is he just taking shit from other companies and running with it and trying to make it his own?
1: He was at first, but I think that's because he was, you know, giving all of our, he was fan servicing early on, right? Like, let right. me give you let me give you that match that the WWE passed on that you know we we want you to, you want to see like and he does do of that course. and then I think I honestly believe that like you got CM Punk and things changed like if you didn't you know what I mean ever since you got punk and yeah. I'm not saying everything that's been negative about AEW is punk's fault but when you get a big fish like punk plans change if the WWE would have signed him their plans would have changed Um True so maybe he is lacking a little bit of an originality maybe because i know that he was leaning heavy on cody the bucks and omega early on yes and then he kind of took a little bit of the power away from him i think that's why one of the reasons cody said i'll just go back home and make the same amount of money and take the weight off my shoulders and i think that was the right move for him but yeah maybe he's Cause there is some very chaotic things going on. And again, if you're telling me that it's very new Japan and I believe you, cause I don't watch new Japan that often, but you would, you do see the like, okay, that's, that's definitely something we would have seen, you know, elsewhere, or we could trace it back. There's not been a whole ton of original ideas lately. And right. I don't know why that is. I don't know if he has too many toys and he can't figure out what to do with them. But <laughs> when you get, you know, that's true too, Nicole, Mox, you got all these guys, all right? these females, you know, female talents that are killing it, you know what to do with them. Like maybe and the now. returning
0: MJF MJF is MJF. And I'm glad that he's back because MJF yeah. is absolutely the best. Goddamn heel in the business right now. Yeah. And I love it.
1: And I like Mel, Ball's, Mel Ball, your <laughs> Col- Collins, your commentary, Yes, imitation is the best form of flattery. And I don't think there's anything right? wrong with imitating good stuff. No. I just, I feel like he's got to come up with some stuff. Like he needs to, and he said he's going to try. Like he said he wasn't going to take the Tony Khan that has said, Chris Parrish in the house, Carl. Nah,
0: That's right. Like, Carl. Carl.
1: Hey, Carl.
0: Carl. Carl. But yeah, he like, kills he got, people.
1: people. Carl. Hey Pluggo, stop What's touching buttons. Oh, I can't <laughs> help it. I have an, it's a, it's a disease. I'm the victim here. I can't help shiny objects. Oh, I'm like, i like Tony Khan with all that. But he said it. Tony Khan said it in that in that media scrum that he. Notice that the WWE all of a sudden is running shows on a weekend where he was the only one running shows, and he's not gonna take it lying down. And he's got a lot of cash to back this up. And yeah, I I hope he does. But you have to, like when WCW went to bat, the first the first couple when Bischoff took over, it was very like this is WWE light. Here's right. some old stars, Don't rely on them. And what was it that NWO? Let's try something new. And then they were off to the races because they had a new idea, something that hadn't been done in the States. I know that the stories have been told and that it was a new Japan thing that they kind of tweaked a yeah, little bit a new Japan,
0: yeah. all Japan. Yeah. So
1: maybe this CM Punk, Tony Khan thing, maybe it is his big moment and they're going to run with this and do like CM Punk and TK versus the world. Cause maybe the bucks and Omega and Cody didn't want uh CM Punk or didn't feel they needed him. Right, which I think at the time they didn't need him. It was a cherry on top. Maybe there's oh, yeah. animosity there and they're going to play that in a storyline. And MJF coming back just adds even more fuel to that fire. Um, that's
0: so true. That's how
1: crazy that night was that MJF returned. And we're not talking. We weren't talking about it off the jump. We we're talking about that damn media scrum,
0: right? But, because that's you know, all people have been sending me and asking me about.
1: Right. Exactly. We got Joe in the oh. house.
0: I'm not a bastard. I know who my papa is.
1: Yeah, but I am (laughs) magnificent. So tell me. I'll take it. I'm a magnificent bastard. Thank you, Joe.
0: Do you think that this was the right way for them to have brought him back? Um, Coming out as the Joker under a mask and then at the end of the night revealing that it's MJF. Do you think that it was right to a reveal at the end of the night, or should they have carried it on a little further?
1: Um, you wanted to make a big splash because it's all out, and I think that that's what you did. Because that the the way they did that ladder match, I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was kind of it just felt very like all right, we're all here, let's put in our spots, and we know there's something coming at the end. And then all those guys, like none of that makes sense. You had Stoke, you had you know morrissey you had a one of the ass boys it's like okay and then mjf comes out in the mask they paid it off trust me like had they left that at that people would have been like what was that but they pay it off at the end mjf comes out he's back the music hits the place goes wild punk looks like oh shit you know it's on like i've got now i've got my work cut out for me (laughs) But again, if in a Tony concept, I think anyway you bring MJF back, he had to make it a big deal. So you give him, you cut, you basically cut the fat, right? You don't have right. to have him go win five or six matches to get back into the title picture. He just he won the chip. He won it in a way that somebody else won it for him and handed it to him. And they've got to explain that story. So is Tony, you know? It, it almost like they need an authority figure here at AEW because they need to explain a lot of shit that nobody's explaining, but
0: I got to, uh, I, I got to pull it up just so that I actually have Josh's words. So my buddy, Josh, um I got to find it here. He says Khan looks just looks just like a fan that's super excited to be around wrestlers. Um, He said where both Triple H and Vince seemed like ultra alpha males. AEW seems like a clusterfuck right now. And it's a huge bummer. Um, He said he should be more hands off. Pay the bills. Enjoy the show. Put good people in creative and management, which I agree with. I told him I fully agree with that statement because I do. I think that um just the last statement is what I fully agreed with. Um I think that yes, definitely it needs just a little bit more authority whether it is somebody that comes in as like a a president of the company that oversees everything um and you know is maybe it doesn't even have to be like an on screen, but you need somebody like a Gorilla Monsoon there, right? Like no, somebody, somebody like Pierce that. that this right? point, Right?
1: You know, right? I am uh, with that statement that you made. Like, I love that he loves professional wrestling. I have said from the jump, and I know people have crapped all over Tony Khan for being a fanboy, but if I had his money and I was running a promotion, hell yeah, I would love these wrestlers and I would be ecstatic to have them and I would be at these media scrums with a smile on my face just in awe that I'm sitting next to CM Punk but I will say that at some point you do have to understand that you are you basically gave creative freedom to everyone from the beginning like yeah you said we're not going to do the scripted promo thing we're not going to do the overproducing thing we're going to let you guys just be and that's good. And that's great. But there needs to be a ceiling to that in some aspects, I think, right? Like you need to yeah. dial it back or if some if Tony Khan needs to step in and say, Hey, listen, you know, Sammy or whatever. Don't say that about Eddie. No, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Cause you know, <laughs> right. whatever, you, yeah. whatever, maybe I don't care. You can use the example you want. Hey, don't say that. Hangman. Hey, don't say that about punk. That's, that's a little too far they can't get pissed that they need to, you know, they're probably like, wait a minute, last week it was cool. Or why does this guy get to say this and this guy get to say that there needs to be somebody that's like, listen, we, we you know, this is a business. This is a television production. We have yeah. to, you know, cause I work or shoot, you know, sometimes they do blur that line of like, Oh wait, are you allowed to say that on TNT?
0: Right. Like
1: you just, you gotta be careful. And it's a slippery slope of like, if there's no structure, <laughs> then things will start to fall apart. And whether they're working us, again, I don't know. I'm not an insider. I don't have that information. It's a big, big shoot. Good for them. But right now, they look like a company in disarray. And it's crazy because they were, like six months ago, they were six months to a year ago. You're like, AEW going to take them o- take over. WWE is right. on the downcline. And now you've got, you know, people want to go back or you know, it's just it's crazy right now wrestling it is, is. A great, it's an all-timer right it's a peak it's a it's good for business it's good for conversation yeah yep. but you got to structure it i think right some some kind of yeah
0: oh yeah you definitely have to you have to even on the independent scene when i was wrestling on the independent scene we were still given limitations we were still told hey We got a majority kids out here tonight. Mind the language a little, right? Like we were still given a, some sort of structure. If you've got something that you need to say, wait for a show where there's a few more adults and then we can work this in somehow, but you definitely need to have that ceiling where you're, there has to be that understanding of too far. And right now there doesn't seem to be that level there. There is yeah. no too far right and now.
1: I'm, and that's a great point from you. Cause I'm not, I've never been an independent a wrestler. I've never been in the business outside of this amazing content creation stuff that we do here. Um, but yeah, like I just, I get that, you know, I know you want to be TV 14 and, but you got it. And I, I'm, Naive enough to believe that if Hangman Page and CM Punk are about to go out there and cut promos on each other, that they've discussed it first. I'm naive right. enough to believe that Eddie and Sammy discussed it first, but maybe they're not. I don't know. Maybe who's to, who's to say Punk is wrong and Hangman didn't go in for himself. But at the same time, CM Punk has habitually been this guy, and I will say this as a fan of his, who will unload his chamber on everybody. And the second anybody crosses any line with him, he's like, wait, what? Whoa. Like, I don't like that. Like, if you're going to shoot, you're going to shoot your shot. You got to be able to take it too. So I don't know. I get, and we got Parish. He's also, you know, he's a wrestler as well. Do you guys discuss your promos before you cut them on each other? Or do you just say, Hey, here's don't touch this, but everything else just go.
0: See, that's kind of the way it was for me. Um, I, I I mean I I had no problems with anybody shooting a promo on me. I didn't care. Say whatever you want, but I always said, "Do not bring my children into it." That's my only thing. You do not talk about my children. Everything else is fair game. At the time, my ex-wife, she uh she was she was kind of valeting for me. Um, she was known as Diamond, so she was valeting for me for a little bit. So obviously, she's usable. No, yeah. right? But my children. You, you say one thing about my children and I will shoot on you like you've never been shot on before and I will be in to hurt you. That's it. That's fair. And that, that's how I was when I was working. But that's, disgust, I was but
1: that's discussed pre-show, like before you go out there, right? So the, those, those wrestlers know this is the line. <laughs> and that's where I feel like in AEW, like unless they're really, really good at working us and this is all like... I I didn't think what hangman said was too far out of line. MJF said worse. I thought in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: And maybe he's mad, but he had to have known. And this is why like you're a smart enough performer. And this is why that it's in the back of my mind. I'm like, they're working us because CM Punk is smart enough to know that you're going to come back after seven years at a company that, that you would have wanted to be a part of 10 years ago when you were shooting on everybody. They're going to bring up some skeletons, man. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's the move. That's the stick. That's what we <laughs> want to hear.
0: And especially if they're not regulated at all. Yeah. The shit's going to hit the fan. Pretty kitten six, six, seven. Thank you for stopping in saying valid. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely a valid. I believe pretty kitten was talking about when I said, don't talk about my children, everything else. Yeah. I believe that that's when that comment came up. And then Parrish coming in and saying, the Chris Parrish saying, shoot on me if you want, but I will shoot back. And if you get mad at me, then it proves who's insecure and who's fragile in that aspect. Definitely. That's Definitely. True. Yeah, you, like you, I said, but again, you want to dish it, you got to take it.
1: Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I'm not in the business like that, but I just I felt like all this stuff had to have been at least outlined or guideline you're not going to go out and do a promo battle like punk and mjf had that one night where it was like 30 minutes and not have some kind of conversation about it first you're just going to go out there and what is this like ra- roast battle with jeff ross <laughs> like you're just going to go out there and try to like you know what i mean like no that's, i know what you mean so i just i didn't understand all that and him getting upset about it i was just like and the whole time i'm like tony just shut him up just tell him like you gotta go or Right, like something came like just move on because it's only getting deeper and deeper, and it had nothing to do with the show.
0: Not at, except I would a have,
1: few things, there was a few things he talked about, Max, yeah. but I'm saying overall, his presser had nothing to do with that show.
0: I would have even been happy if Tony Khan would have put on those wrestling boots for a few minutes and uh, maybe stood up. And demanded, you know, that everybody just leave because he's as pissed off as CM Punk right now. And I own this damn company. Everybody, get out. You want to do something like that? Cool. Uh, that that would have been. And I'll get amazing to the bottom to of this,
1: and I'll we'll, we'll we'll hold a press conference regarding right? what was just said. Yeah.
0: Right. Let
1: me invest. That would have been this.
0: a lot better than um just. <laughs>
1: Just sitting there going, yep, oh, mm-hmm, shaking his head. For those audio listeners, we're shaking our head, smiling right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep yeah,
0: that's that's all that's all he fucking did. <sighs> and it it it. it what was with the off. muffin
1: too? Like, why are you eat? Like, I know that you just wrestled and you probably gotta get some food back in here. Oh,
0: you yeah, you definitely do. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, but like he's just, oh, yeah.
1: you know, he's slicking his lips, smacking, sucking yeah, on oh. frosting. I'm like, bro, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> what was it anti-maze or something
1: I don't know <laughs> what, <laughs> what it was it looked good I why. go and check me... them
0: out they're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays though it
1: like... uh, makes me want to try <laughs> <some> Spindrift now
0: <laughs> oh my I need a drink of my non-sponsored it's Dr, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Pepper for a moment uh,
1: yeah I just oh man because like I'm watching all out again and I watched it later so I kind of had this mix of like I've got the scrum coming in and I've got all out still playing and I'm still catching up. And it was just like all of that great stuff. And even like I felt bad for all of the people in the after the punk interview. Right. I heard they called in Jericho just on the fly. Like Tony Storm just won an AW Women's Championship and nobody's talking about it. Right. Because we're only talking about that media scrum. And you just put on a 15 match marathon pay-per-view which some of that stuff didn't need to be there but some of that stuff was really
0: good right astrid no jones tonight um i decided to go with my dr pepper tonight and uh save the last few jones soda that i have for uh special occasion this is a special occasion i'm here but i'm just kidding i had a Jones. i need to i need to save them i need to save them uh parish uh yeah let's let's get into this too he says my thing is a if this is a shoot, why haven't people like the Bucks or Hangman come uh, come off as they are upset, but I feel they look like they're silent victims? I don't know feels a tad pathetic that the Bucks haven't made an official statement yet, and they won't allow Hangman to have his promo to say his piece. I don't know... I do feel the Bucks are good at making themselves look sympathetic when they might be at fault.
1: Maybe. Quotes
0: from the Chris Parrish.
1: And shout out to Pretty Kitty 667 for the cheers. Let's go. Yeah! Woo! To, to Parrish's point, the Bucks, here's what I think. Yeah. If everything went down the way it went down. Right. So you're at Punk is talking. He goes off and then a fight breaks out. I have to feel like in that moment, at some point, Tony Khan had to have said, shut the shit down. Let's get to the bottom of this and then don't go run into the meat. You know, maybe he actually did step in. I don't know. This is all just the wildest thing I've encountered in my time is covering wrestling on a regular basis like this. Right. Like it's just crazy to me and I have no inside information or any of it, but I have to imagine somebody said, okay, that just happened. Punk. Maybe Tony Khan was like a deer in the headlights. Didn't know what to do. That's like, possible too. Do you piss off? God. Cause you, cause you've got, cause you got MJF right there for the taking. And I think the plan is he takes the belt from punk and we go to that extreme. Maybe right. he's like, I don't, Piss off punk in this moment and have him walk now. Man, I don't know. It was just I it's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, I that's what I heard today, too. It's, that yeah. Jericho stepped in and kind of like got everything kind of back on track from a scrum side of things, and Tony yes. Khan had to go to hand. Oh my goodness, I'm
0: telling you, somebody got bit, yeah. it was wild. Right? Somebody got punched square in the f- face. Yeah, that's what happened. From what I've heard, from what my sources have been telling me, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what Brick, happened. Brick killed a guy with a
1: trident.
0: <laughs> this <Wait>? escalated
1: quickly. <laughs> it's like that seated anchor man. No touching <laughs> of the hair or face. Let's do this.
0: Oh shit! Uh, let's 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 move on and talk about something that may be a little bit more positive right now. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Have you seen Monday Night Raw yet?
1: I have not seen it all the way through. That is my that is my Tuesday night routine as I catch up on Raw. Um, if I missed anything, but I did see that Braun Strowman is back.
0: That's right. Big, that's cool. Like that, yep.
1: He's a guy, he's a guy that I thought they definitely misused a lot in the end of his original his first run there and i'm hoping that triple h can get him back to the monster among men like when he was feuding with reigns yes so if that's where you were going with raw that's what i saw i was like oh snap he's back that is awesome and then yeah dominic mysterio stuff i'm super excited for that because i think dominic desperately needed something new and yeah. All I know is the Mysterio family Christmas might be as wild as an AEW media scrum,
0: <laughs> right? So yeah, perish uh, with that as well. I agree with that. But if this is a work, I feel Colcabana has to be involved somehow. Yes, somehow he does. And you're you know what, Ed, you are so right. Now I will be very transparent with everybody. I spent the weekend <laughs> at camp. You got to pay the bill said you got to go with what the people want, (laughs)
1: but he ain't wrong. That Seamus and Gunther match was my match of the weekend. And then Mello and Ricochet absolutely killed it. So if you put them on a, you put them on a short list too. I'd like to see a best of five with those two.
0: Right. Just so that uh, all of those that are listening to the audio afterwards, Ed says to think we had matches like Gunther and Seamus or Mello and Ricochet. And we spend thirty-five minutes talking about Punk having a temper tantrum. Lol. Yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> that's why I wanted to transition to some good shit that's happening. Braun Strowman, which I I honestly didn't think that this was going to happen. We all saw the reports. We all saw the the uh, broadcasters and and the media personnel out there posting. Braun Strowman's back in the WWE this Monday. He's showing up. I sat there going, I'll believe it when I see right. it. Only because I know how down he talked about the WWE when he was with Control Your Narrative.
1: Right.
0: So now, thankfully, Control Your Narrative has actually come out with a statement on Braun Strowman, Adam sure And I think it was actually very eloquently done where they simply said, Adam Scher is no longer with us or Titan is no longer with us. What is with us, though, is the ability to see Braun Strowman finish out what was not completed for him within the WWE So very, very professional on their parts. And I I was very happy with that because they didn't they didn't shit all over the conglomerate going, those bastards are taking our talent from us and and yada yada bullshit. No, they actually went, we're happy for him. And this is a great opportunity. And we love seeing that.
1: That's been that's because, that's, he, I that's didn't because expect either. EC3 wants a real run one day. <laughs> right. Well, don't you, well, and you brought it up. You said uh. you were surprised because Braun came back after shitting on the WWE after he left. But I mean Cody smashed a throne, right? Like it's that old it's school adage, like anything's repairable if we can make money. You know, this right. has been the WWE's mindset forever. And that was Vince, and I'm you know all the good we're talking about triple H and how he's doing things different. He still has the same tendencies and he's been in this business long enough to know that like, again, like I said it earlier, if they would have been able to sign CM Punk, they would have done it. You know, let bygones be bygones. If we think we can make money with Braun Strowman and we can get him probably at a discounted rate, I have to imagine he's probably not making what he was making his first run, but I'm sure he's making something, something comparable. I'm sure. But you know, whatever he agreed to the number—that's for him to discuss, right. not not my business what he makes. Um, but yeah, and I like what Triple H is doing. He's restacking this heavyweight division because they made the decision to keep it on Roman at Clash, which I thought was the wrong move. I really thought you've got this. Even if you wanted to Austin theory cash it in, you had Drew give him his moment. You built Drew up to be this amazing, unbeatable right. guy. And then you decide to keep it on Roman. So that says to me that you've got something bigger in store, but he's going to need, he's going to need some people because he's ran through everybody for the last two and a half years. Yeah. So bring Braun back. Braun's a big dude. He's a opposing dude. He's a believable guy. If you book him correctly and let him flip over ambulances and trailers and do what (laughs) he was doing. Like, he i i like Braun Strowman. i really did i enjoyed him a lot i know people think he's not a not every wrestler has to be a five-star banger match guy not everybody's gonna be ricochet and carmelo hayes in the ring and you need that diversity and like him standing across from roman let's go like i'm here for it
0: right now when it comes to clash at the castle i had a very strong feeling that roman was going to be keeping the wwe uh what, what are what are they even calling it <laughs> the the
1: wwe No, is it the universal Wwe undisputed it's something it's all those words jumbled any which way you want it that's what they, that's what it's so called.
0: they allowed roman reigns to keep the wwe if a good championship <laughs> And I I figured that they were going to. What what surprised me was the Gunther-Sheamus matchup. I thought for sure. Because you're not going to give it to Drew McIntyre just yet. You're still building him. You've built him. And it would have been great to see. It would have been. But I don't think it's time just yet. They can continue this story with Roman and Drew. And I will still buy into it now. With Gunther and Seamus, this would have been an opportunity to get that UK crowd behind maybe somebody and more they, in the UK, right? Seamus, Ireland. Sheamus. Yeah. Right. Yeah, hundred percent they were, right? You know, you got Gunther who's who's more European, right? The Germany, um side of things and i think that that title change would have could have made sense if they had gone with that and i'm surprised that they didn't right when when i hear the uk i think england you're you know like i think england and i think more like um um scotland and ireland and stuff right like that's 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 where my mind goes so that would have been a perfect opportunity to
1: plus they built it up and pushed it and beat us over the head with he's never won the ic title and
0: right you know she was too
1: you know i would have given it to seamus too that match yeah that was my match of the weekend it was just physical it was brutal there was nothing cute about it it was sloppy it was all over the place and that's what you wanted Right. I would have put it. I would have put it on Sheamus, um, because I also believe that like you can figure out a way to get it back on Gunther, Gunther, Walter, whatever you want to call him, if you want to. But <laughs> right. giving Sheamus that moment because when he he was the last one to leave the ring, and they gave him a standing ovation, sixty thousand people yeah. cheering for him. Imagine him winning it in that moment, and then like I said, on a Raw or SmackDown or whatever you want to do at the next pay per view. You can just, you know, he got it. He got his moment. Because Sheamus is one of those all-time greats. Yeah. This isn't. We're not going to look back and go, remember that like icy title run he had for like two weeks. No, we're just going to be like, he held it. He held right? them all. He's a Grand Slam champion. You know. So yeah, I'm with you. I would have went Sheamus in that moment, but I know yeah. that they want to keep Gunther strong. I hate saying Gunther. I'm just going to call him Walter.
0: Say Gunther then. Gunther. You don't Gunther have to remi- try to. Gunther, Gunther reminds Gunther.
1: me of Friends.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Astrid comes in and says I thought maybe it's too early for Gunther to lose but at the same time that crowning of the one championship Sheamus hasn't held yet in the UK would have made the crowd pop even more and I fully agree with that it definitely would have and that's uh, that's that's where my mindset was going that's a hundred percent where i thought that they were going with it i'm surprised they didn't but uh, i'm not the writer yeah <laughs> that's how it would have gone if they had me writing I don't for even, them
1: even in that moment maybe calling audible like in that if you notice that that match is like they're leaning heavily shameless. and imperium is back and that's cool right? but imperium is a heel stable like that's yes. a, that, all they do is that's a heel gimmick through and through, and you can turn the fight club into something, you know, face, if you want, even for oh, one yeah. night or a couple of weeks. I mean, Butch is funny as hell. Like I hate that they're doing that to Pete Dunn, but he's funny as hell in that little right. scrap, scrappy do mode. But Hey, what are you going
0: to, I don't write the shows. That's why I'm hanging out with you tonight. Yeah. The Chris Parrish saying Gunther needed this W Sheamus when and IC title will come. This ha- or this wasn't his right story, but it will come. Yeah, you know what? I I I, I can definitely feel that as well.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: it. I can. Yeah, Sheamus is going to. They're not going to allow Seamus to retire without that IC championship, even if it's only for a two week period. That's the only championship he hasn't held. Come on. Can
1: we talk about for like a second, just in how impressive Seamus has been over the last like year and a half, like consistency wise. And you put him in these because there was a thought, there was a thought he was done. His back was so messed up that I remember talking in some type of podcast form at one point, like, Hey, if this is it for Seamus, like, thank you. Like you did so much for the business. And like, he's came back stronger than ever. He's, a, he's consistent. The matches with Roman, this matches with Gunther, like any spot you put him in, he just seems to he's, figure it shines. out. Yeah. He's underrated and underappreciated. I think by a lot of the fan base and I hope yes. they start to catch on to like, he's not, he's an all timer. He's a sure. Ballot, all the famers they say. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. If 100%. he, yeah, yeah. I don't agree sleep on Sheamus. That's all I'm saying. No, uh, even though I yelled at him once outside of a uh, survivor
0: series. Oh, tell me the story. Come on. So, so
1: I went to Survivor Series one time, and I didn't know where it was at, where the Indiana Pacers used to play, and parking around there is atrocious. So I bit the bullet and paid for like good parking just so I wouldn't get lost. Right. And it just so happened to be where I parked was also in the uh, um, where the where the performers parked. Okay. And he and so we're driving out. I have a couple he's he's I don't think he he probably remember I got a couple follows so Seamus like so he's next to me at a light and I just look over and I was like hey Seamus he looks at me and I go it's clicking her ticket here in Indiana bro (laughs) put your seatbelt on and he gave me like this dirty look and sped off
0: oh wow fun
1: fact he's also a huge Notre Dame fan and I live in South Bend and go to Notre Dame games on occasion. And he's like our unofficial mascot. And he was at a game and he's walking right up on me. And I'm there and I go, Seamus, Seamus. Like I wanted to get a picture and he just kept on going. And in my mind, I'm going "Does he remember who I was from all those years back? Who yelled at him to put his seatbelt on? He's like, I remember you. I never forget a face. I'm going to keep on walking. (laughs) That snub by Seamus.
0: Oh God. Jupiter Vision, thank you for stopping in here. I do appreciate that. Oh, me God, and Seamus
1: I... got beef, even though I think you're an all-time great performer. No, he's uh, he's good. You but need yeah, to test.
0: Did... You you need to test the waters there. You need to actually go onto the uh, the Twitter machine, and just you know at Seamus and just put it's click it or ticket here, <laughs> and, and 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 see everybody. and see what kind of response you get. Right? Oh
1: my God, he'd be like, I remember. It jogs my memory of all the things he's probably lost more memories, you know, from wrestling. But that one just sticks in the back of his mind. He's like, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> oh, that time I was in Indianapolis, Indiana, some jabronis yelling at me outside. Oh, he didn't have Jesus. a seatbelt on. I was trying to help him out, clicking her ticket, man. Sheamus, right. stay safe, bro. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Plugo, this has been absolutely fantastic. We're reaching that hour mark. We do have Chris Parrish that will be coming on at, I believe it's 10 p.m. And he's going to be bringing all of you NXT as he breaks down everything that happened from tonight's NXT show. Make sure you are checking that out. And as I said at the beginning, even though this is my last stream with Love Wrestling, I want you all to continue to follow and make sure that you're supporting these people who are putting out great content. It's the way to do it. Definitely is plug. Yes, it's your time to shine. My friend, tell everybody my time. This where is your they moment, can find buddy. you.
1: Thank you. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Put me on the big screen like that. I saw you are Well, Carl. I just want to, first of all, say thank you for allowing me to crash your final stream and be on with you. One last time in a love wrestling setting of this type. Hopefully, maybe you'll come on as a guest on Between Two Beers, which you'll find me Thursday night, 8 p.m. on the same channel with JPJ. We'll be talking all sorts of crazy stuff from this past weekend. Who knows what kind of hijinks we're getting. But you can find me at Pluggo underscore on all the social medias. Just Google Pluggo. You'll find this face. Yes, thank you, Carl. I can't thank Carl enough, but yeah. Appreciate you having me on. But get, get back on here, buddy. Okay, okay,
0: okay. Hey, you okay, can fuck yeah, the 2
1: beers happy <laughs> 2 beers on all the socials. If I plug on all the socials, this ain't about me. It's about you, Carl. Again, I appreciate you allowing me to come on and spend this hour with you on your final show here on Love Wrestling. You've done nothing but great things here, and I know you are going to absolutely kill it out there, whatever you do, and I will always support you 100%.
0: Thank you. You, no you don't understand asked. how much that means to me. It, it, and
1: Astrid, I am glad to see you as well. I know she's out there killing it as well. Her last stream was wheel. You're not wrong with betting on yourself. You know, we're all good. It's all love here. I love wrestling.
0: That's right. Make sure that you're following me as well. If you have not, you can follow me at TB talk pod. As you see down in the corner there at TB talk pod on Facebook, Instagram, and. Twitter. To close out the show today, I'm going to run those uh, sponsors one last time and then we will get out of here. As I put the graphic back up, tonight's episode was called Send In the Clowns. This has been Turnbuckle Talk. Pluggo, I love you to the moon and love back, you, my too, friend. Sir. Remember, everyone, the world is a scary place. Take care of each other. Support for Turnbuckle Talk, as heard on Love Wrestling, is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Wrestling at manscaped.com Make sure that you are going and checking out RK Athletics 1 as well. RK Athletics 1 on all the socials. RKathletics.ca is the website to go to. Rich King over there will get you into the best shape of your life. Whether you're in the Edmonton, Alberta area or by going to that website, they can even send you some stuff to do at home As a personal trainer and get you into the best shape ever. Again, make sure that you are checking out (laughs) rkathletics.ca.